Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, everybody. Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Hope you've been having a great week. Uh, thanks to everybody that came out to the Hollywood Improv last night. Had a great time um, at the Ontario Improv tonight. So that'll be fun. 8 p.m. Do you live in Ontario? Do you live in the Inland Empire? Well, come see me tonight. Ontario Improv, 8 p.m. Tickets still available. Or hit me up if you want to get on the guest list. i got a handful of comps left. Um, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And, uh, and come see the show, 8 p.m. Ontario Improv. Uh, of course, next week I'm going to be at the uh, West Palm Beach Improv in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, September 7th through the 9th. Very pumped about that. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com or improv.com. That's West Palm Beach Improv next uh, Thursday through Saturday, September 7th through the 9th. Uh, But this weekend, no travel dates for Brad or I because he's getting married, baby. He's losing his single man privileges. He's now married. Well, he will be next week. Well, he's getting married Saturday. So next week he'll be He'll be married. All right. Uh, Brad will be at the Kansas City Improv September 14th through the 16th. That's uh, his next tour date, so get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com and go see him live. Today's episode, holy shit. Uh, man, the uh, one of the, the first episodes where we've uh, drank and smoked in a long time. Um, this is also an episode from uh, that was previously recorded but was posted and then immediately lost. Um uh, we did uh, an episode with the one and only Michael McDonald from The Heat, from Spy, from Ghostbusters, from Mad TV, of course. Now he's uh, a directing uh, beast, directs, directed all of Mike and Molly, directs Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, uh, show ran Melissa McCarthy's show Nobody's on, uh, on TV Land, and uh, we did an episode with him, and it was unbelievable about uh, a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, somehow, two months in, the episode got deleted and replaced by the Lisa Kudrow episode, and we lost it. And I recently just found it, so of course we have to repost it, because I'm sure very few of you heard it. So uh, I can't wait to put this one back up. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it. It's Michael is just one of the most entertaining dudes on the planet, and uh, his stories about growing up with a conservative family in Orange County, to getting Mad TV, to being in the Groundlings and teaching Melissa and, and, and finding comedy, uh, that's always so uh, amazing to me is how these comedy legends, and I definitely consider Mike a legend, he's just one of the funniest, quickest, sharpest dudes in the game, uh, how they, they find this, this profession. So a uh, hilarious episode, so fun, and uh, we get fucked up. So enjoy it. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy, Brad at Funny Brad. Uh, I think Mike is at Michael McDonald. Oh, no, he's uh, at McDonald Comedy on Twitter. Um, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, at ALN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, as I said, tour dates already. Going to be getting those uh, out of the way up front. Um, website and merch. I know I said today, it's Monday. I'm positive. Monday, we're launching. Site, merch, it's happening. So get ready, get aboutlastnightpodcast.com ready in your queue, in your browser, because new merch, holy shit, new website coming at you Monday. Can't wait. Uh, Make sure, of course, you're subscribed on iTunes, uh, comment and rate on the iTunes page, tell a friend, tell a coworker to get the podcast, and uh, email us, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, 
ALN moments, how you got into the pod, where you listen to it, why you love it. And again, we'll read some of those moments on air in the next few weeks and uh, send you some free merch. New merch, too. Uh, a lot of great apps coming up. Uh, holy shit. Who did I just uh, add to the schedule? Piat is coming back. We have... Um, uh, Sarah Tiana, John Kite's coming back, Taylor Tomlinson, uh, Asif Ali from Wrecked, and uh, uh, Jubal Flag from uh, Seattle, a big morning uh, show up in Seattle, is now a comedian down here in L.A., Brent Morin coming back, uh, uh, oh, oh shit, the creator of 5-4 Clothing Company coming back, oh, actually, I'm sorry, making his debut, uh, and then of course... Uh, Zach Efron uh, uh, in the next uh, month or two. So um, a lot of great guests. So make sure you're subscribed. All right. Now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast, re-released, but probably new, because it was only up for a few months and then deleted. It's Michael McDonald. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. You don't live around here, do you? You kind of do. I live very close to here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Do you like this area? Uh, yeah. It's... <laughs> you said that like you just got done burying a body around the corner. I know. I, I realize that um, I'm, I'm, uh, I think it's the pot that you just <laughs> fed me. <laughs> just hit. And I was like, uh, well, nice. wait a minute. Everything's, I got to think about everything. Now, See, I'm glad that we give you pot after you walk in and see the midget. Because if you did, like, before, if we toked outside and then you walk in and see a midget, that could be like, holy crap, what is this weed? Well, you know what's weird? I, <laughs> about your size is. About, about coming across you as I walk into a room. Okay. Um, I have worked with... I, I use the word little people. I hope that's not offensive to you. How dare you, sir? Um, we I, prefer midgets or pygmies. <laughs> I've worked with, I think, you're the last little person that I've worked with. I've worked really? with everyone. I thought you said that I will ever work with again. <laughs> no, I've worked with all because from Mad TV, one thing you've worked with is every little person, right. every wrestler. Right. Every, Why those two species? Yeah, because uh, oh, the people that ran Mad TV were... It was basically a modern day circus. <laughs> yeah, you essentially, know, so, it like, was. Hey, step right up. See the wrestler, the amazing wrestler. See Bobby Lee. He's Asian. That's yeah. weird. Yep. And we got midgets too. Yep. I don't know why it. I sounded like a strip club DJ there, but uh, Bobby yeah. Lee may or may not shit his pants tonight. <laughs> Tune in at ten o'clock. Bobby right. Lee, who qualifies also possibly as a midget. He's like yeah. he's pretty borderline. He's midget adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're playing at the Troubadour on Friday. <laughs> yeah, midget adjacent. Mi- yeah. yeah, midget adjacent. Great band. Uh, By the way, if he calls his next special that, he'll <laughs> <laughs> know. Uh, and, and I just found this out recently. You and I uh, grew up in the same town. I still live in this town of Fullerton, California. Why do you still live there? Because I don't like to pay for parking, and you don't. Is it, it free parking there? Everywhere. It's a great, and there's a downtown Fullerton, which has 
50 bars within Which three I've blocks heard, of I've each heard other. I've heard about Like, anytime yeah. anyone's come up to me about Fullerton, they're like, you know downtown is really great. And <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I was there in the, in the late 1800s. <laughs> no, but, like, when I was there, there was that downtown area was was a McDonald's and, a, and yeah. a, like, a, um, a Salvation Army. There was nothing there. But, yeah. But actually, for the people listening that are interested in history and towns Oh, my God. Fullerton history. Fullerton is kind of a quaint old... Very old town because it had a train station. Yeah, back when trains ran the world, <laughs> it, 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 the train station is still there, and that's yes. where I live, right at that train station. Uh, they put a bunch of condos there, and uh, so I can walk to the downtown area. Did you grow up there? Yeah. So what, what high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Sunny Hills High School. I, my parents, and I, I guess by proxy, <laughs> belong to the Sunny Hills Racquet Club, but I went to Servite. Oh, you went to Servite. That, that's the uh, all. That's the all boys high school. All boys uh, Catholic high school Whoa. football. Yeah, F- football man. <laughs> yeah, and then you did all the dances with Rosary High School. Rosary. Yeah, that's the, that. That's the all girls school. And man, they how named, often they named the-, the girls high school after the Rosary? <laughs> like, we want. That's like saying like we w- get it. Don't fuck these girls. <laughs> They're Catholic. Why didn't they call it they Don't can, Fuck These Girls High School? Because we'll call it at the Rosary. Because yeah. if you just hear Rosary, like, I go to Rosary. Like, oh, fuck, I lost my boner. Like, no, yeah, 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 exactly. I oh, feel bad. Real? Oh, Well, yeah. And, I mean, it's God. Yeah. God is going to be there. But, God, God was cock blocking all those uh, male guys. <laughs> I, I say well played to the parents who named it that. Sure. Absolutely. Although, How often would the all male and all female schools come together? Like, never, all the right? Time. It was like a regular, no, it was like a regular high school. Yeah. You know, come, oh. I mean, not in classes, but like come Friday, the whole weekend, it was as if you were in a, I didn't know the difference really, wow. other than classes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, I went to a few functions at a rosary and uh, good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's about, all, that's about all, all, all I can talk about. Yeah, they get down. The religious it. kids get down, don't they? I like more say, so. I, I mean, I they I invented say, dry humping on the dance floor. I feel like maybe I don't know. And anal. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. It's anal. still. It, you, I'm still a virgin. I'm still. Now I don't have my behindman anymore. Let me tell is you. Is that your? Is that your? Um, <laughs> Catholic school That's my Catholic girl. That's trying to character. <laughs> well, he thought the the, the expert just got ass fired. <laughs> That's what that was my motivation. Wow. That's what lost him SNL last year. Really? He did that. Is he that opened with yeah. that character. Oh. I did, and uh, Lauren was on board until I went. Who just got ass fucked? Oh, and then he was like, yeah, uh, "Taron Killam already does that character." Does. <laughs> so now, as a sketch so and good. improv ex- expert, uh, what would you get? What would you say to Brad based on that character? I think it was just too much of the voice, right? Not enough. I I don't know. I for, as a sketch improv um, expert, sure. Yes, uh, I would say it's really hard to tell unless the wig is on, and then you know if it's working or not. And he doesn't have his wig on. Right. I don't have my wig on. I just have I just have the beard, and uh, that's not. Like, yeah. How, well, now tell me about your beard. Uh, the, the the beard was grown out for November, uh, but then I just got lazy, and now, and so yeah. But now, but I do like it because now I disappoint pedophiles a lot more. Because so now when they tap you on the shoulder, you turn around like ah shit. Yeah, ah, thought, thought I was a kid. Never mind. <laughs> Guess it's a midget with a beard. Were you uh were you were you the funny kid in high school? I don't know if I. I don't know. I don't know if I, I was. I, I I think I just like to get along. Right. Or mm, that's not really true. I think, <laughs> I think I like to make people laugh because I felt like if you had people laughing, then they wouldn't fuck with you. Right. 
Yeah, totally. Wow, that's where it, that's where it came from. So yeah, I think so. So is so is like a defense mechanism. I think yeah. I think every person in comedy yeah that's is what I, reacting it, sure. to something for sure. Absolutely. Would you do characters or impersonating your friends and teachers? That's kind of how I started to maybe. Yeah, maybe, but I didn't. I wasn't fancying myself like I'm going to be a comedian right, someday, right. or I'm going to be mm-hmm. an actor, or anything like that. What, 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 when did that point happen? Were you working at the bank? Uh, oh no, it was when I. Yeah, I was working at the bank. Yeah, I what, was what a bank? Loan, a loan officer in a bank. Can we still talk about that bank? First Los Angeles bank. It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. What's up, Gary? In accounting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't exist. Although it's in Century City. Right across the street from where CAA now ah, uh, oh, there you go. is, and so, it's a big agency for those. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but no, it's it's weird. It was from uh, I went and saw a comedy show at the Groundling Theater yep. in mm-hmm. LA uh, while I was a loan officer at a bank, and I went, oh, I, I I've never seen improv before. I would like to do that. Just just off one show. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you then quit your job? I did. I quit my job Holy that shit. Friday. Wow. A friend of mine from business school at USC. Yeah, fight on. All gone to, yeah. right? We're all Trojans here. Yes. And, uh, I feel like we should, is there like a handshake or something uh, we're supposed uh, to do? Or no. Just... Were you in a fraternity? Uh, he was. I was oh, not. Yeah. You, let me guess. Sigma. <laughs> Sigma, <laughs> Sigma something. You know, something. Sigma you were in the Jew. Fraternity? Yeah. 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 A pie. Oh, all right. That was one of those. <laughs> yeah. You were one? I was a fight elt. Which. Dude, my roommate, freshman year, was a fight elt. And guess what? My senior year, their house burned down. Arson. It did? And oh, they no, blamed I need it. to give the money. They, <laughs> there you go. They, dude, it was I, I really went over to the the row um and saw it uh and it was just it looked like a movie set. Like the how the entire Fred house was just burning from top to bottom. Really? And they all tried to say that it was a homeless guy. That homeless guys burned it down, which <laughs> okay. Yeah, homeless I mean, guy walks into a frat house and just lights it on fire. Yeah. I mean like, that's yeah. possible when you consider where USC is, which is in but there, like a skid yeah, but South you know Central. And a fraternity house which all it's just a mansion with open doors. You're right. Yeah, it is. It could have happened. But oh, some wow. of the homeless it could people also just as easily have been a for, very drunk twenty-year-old kid. For sure, that's what they kind of cracked Smoking down. Smoking pot or whatever. Yeah, sure. or yeah. just like, wouldn't it be funny if we lit this room on fire? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was completely intentional. No, we we did it. We we wanted to do it. We just didn't want it to, to, to turn into that. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. this homeless dude. Yeah, yeah. But those homeless dudes in that area were very like I don't know. They were they were outgo. They were personable. Like there was only a couple that were like. You know that were like guest Only stars. A couple. You knew there was them a nice all so well that you like you had a fucking tally. There was <laughs> if there was a reality show called like you know uh, Trash Can Pillow or something, and it was and what? you had to cast and you had to cast homeless people. The ones in the in the surrounding area on USC would have been great. There was one called Slim who would ha- always hang out at Spud Nuts, the donut shop. Oh yeah, and I, he would I do Slim. Oh, he'd do tricks. He'd do like at one point I said Slim, I'll give you twenty bucks if you like make up an alphabet. And he goes, I said Fuck. the asshole who <laughs> what made the bum do tricks for money. <laughs> Mike, he was doing it anyway. And sure. Uh, oh, no. See, it was right, like, you know, remember, remember that fucking seal that was begging for <laughs> that ate fish? I did a trick. He was doing that before when he was starving before. <laughs> no, you, you sound like one of those dance moms that, that enters their year and a half year old in pageants. You go, no, this is what she wants to do. Whip the child. It's her idea. <laughs> you, watch, you watch those pageant shows. I do. You have a great bit about it. 
Uh, I, I do. All my bits are great. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm kind of a comedic genius here. They wouldn't be here. here if they weren't great. <laughs> what is it about those shows that drives you? I mean, I'm sure it just irks you a little are you, bit. You're literally just asking me to do my routine? No. No, I'm just no not you. the routine. Oh. I'm just asking you, like, I like originally fucked up. Okay, like that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Bad, bad parenting that is rewarded sure. financially is <laughs> to me i don't know are you guys witnessing the fall the fall of our country oh it's yeah, yeah. the I mean, burning the burning i'm i'm kind of just like the burning of rome i'm watching it and eating popcorn going is am i the only one yeah. what's going on yeah yeah uh my yeah. my my favorite one of those shows it's like the dance show it's like uh Abby is the instructor, and she's like, I, what I like, is and she's like really fat. Yeah, and you're pretending to like, I don't know. It's that show. Where <laughs> it's I that show I've got a that I don't of details know. about it. I mean, it's it, called Dance Moms, and you yes. know, you know it. Abby, yes. I'm uh, see. I'm you trying know to... the lead character's name. Sure, I do. I'm trying to be like, no, you know that one dance yeah, show. What, you know, yeah, I fuck I chicks. Know. What else? What's up? It's like while I'm fucking my girlfriend, she's watching that show. Yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know what it is. It's uh, you know it's her, the character's name Abby. I don't know she's. <laughs> She, uh, but the point she is, really doesn't having... like it when they don't step ball change. But um, but what, is that the, what they call it? Step ball change? I, I don't know. That's what I heard. From I mean, my, my girl when I'm when I'm step ball changing my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm definitely fucking my girlfriend. Well, it's and I'm a he and she's a she, which makes me straight. But. Uh, that uh. fat dance lady, Abby, on Dance Moms. Uh. I don't know why she's not nicer to the kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I was really fucked up when she got mad at Tiffany. Like Tiffany's like four, and like that's a, it's really hard to shuffle off the buffalo. So I've been told. I don't know about it. Well, I was told that. Yeah, I was told well, that. Well, I was getting hit like, from my girlfriend. Yeah. Grabbing the back of her very long, non-mannish hair. <laughs> that's what I do. How... <laughs> How long have those kids been doing what they're doing since, like, the get-go? That's what my always... Since like, mom was able to make <laughs> manipulate their little baby legs to do <laughs> like fucking <puppets>. fan kicks. <laughs> while they're, yeah. I'm sure she did sit there, right? And, like, like they were a marionette. This is how you do wings, honey. And just, like, <laughs> just, like, flat them out. The worst are, like, uh, on one of them... Um, yeah. Not one of them. It's, you know, the one. The toddlers and tiaras. Hug that mic a little uh, more. They... The moms, have you ever heard the mom go, get it, you get those judges. You make those judges fall in love with you. Yeah. That's the same as, like, whoring. I mean, it's the, it's the same. <laughs> there's no, there's literally no difference. Make them fall in love with you. Show them some thigh. <laughs> when, when they show their, when they flash their headlights. Like, what? Flash those headlights? Is that you know, a like, like a whore on the street. Like, sure. getting the, the cars to stop. <laughs> Yeah, That's man, I know, I, 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 I know whores about. on the street way more than I know these toddlers and tiara shows. I'm just picking up whores, know. man, Dude. all the time. It's the worst. <laughs> I can't believe that the like if they cr- whoever is crowned the little girl is crowned the winner, mm-hmm. they sh- the parents should then be hauled off. To jail for sure, you know, and the, that's the girl. That's a real part of prize. the package, yeah. Yeah, that, that you don't have to <laughs> listen. Yeah, you win new the parents. But you really were looking for, but we brought you what you need, which is your parents <laughs> in jail, new parents. Uh, now, speaking of uh, parents, is a weird transition. But uh, when, when you call your parents up and say, "Hey, I'm I'm not going to be at the bank anymore, and I'm going to be doing groundlings," <laughs> yeah, like what's their reaction to that? It was bad because right. they put me through a, an expensive business school. Sure, USC. To be in a job in business. Right. So you were just like, that, but it's a different business. It's show business. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. Oh, they, they're not. They're not fans. No. Of uh, they they think show business is um, 
uh, I'm sure they think of it like they're. Uh, the, how do I put it? The, I think they think it's worthless. Okay. <laughs> it's worthless, How do you say not good for humanity? They say it's yeah, a like, phrase. It's for the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they definitely think um, the AIDS of society, show yeah. business. I think yeah, they yeah. think it's not real. It's not a legitimate way. To of course, earn a, a living. A, yeah, you're being. I'm silly. sure they're happy that I'm. You know, as to quote one of them. You know, I'm. Gl- we're glad you got a couple nickels to rub together. But like that, <laughs> a couple of nickels to rub together. God, I love that. Is that what you said? Yeah, Nichols rubbed. Yeah, but but they, I think they um, are happy. I'm not, you know, homeless or anything like that. Right, sure. But they they don't think like, well, we're really proud mm-hmm. that our son is saying, you know, dick jokes yeah. or <laughs> or just repeating words that other people have written. You know, right. like it's not. They're, they're like it's we're not ha- curing cancer. Yeah. yeah, they're like we're happy. You don't have to have frat guys pay you to do the alphabet outside <laughs> of a donut shop. <laughs> Like, I'm calling like back. Slim, to, call back slim, to USC. No, what's his name? Slim. Again? Just Slim. Slim. Yeah. Oh, just Slim. I was <laughs> thinking there was. A, I was trying to give him a name. Yeah. The, no. the name. Of, we don't give him humanity. Slim Jim. Slim Sam. Something. But no, None just Slim. He's just an adjective. He's a state of fatness or not. It's That's all. It's all, all he, he gets. Oh. But like, and a lot of charisma on that guy. Sure. <laughs> Now, um, like, uh, and I asked because I had kind of a similar situation where when I started doing stand up, I dropped out of USC, called my parents and said, I'm not doing this. They're uh, bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. And very, and very bummed out. But I just knew. Do they live that, in Fullerton? Yeah. Yeah. They still live in Fullerton. Are I, we, how do we not know each other? Oh, because I'm 75 years old. <laughs> right. You are. <laughs> I'm 29. I don't know how old you are, but yeah. Uh, are you 29? Yeah. It's really hard to tell with you people. <laughs> You could be 29 or 4. That, you know what? It's funny you bring that up because that's absolutely true. Uh, I did a gig. Uh, Jim, Jim Jeffries and I. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to tell you to go to bed. <laughs> Why are you drinking alcohol? No. No, that I get. Okay. I was doing it at your age. <laughs> <laughs> I I did a gig I did a gig with Jim Jeffries uh, and we did it at the Little People Convention and yes th- yes those exist. Uh, is Jim Jeffries one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who he is. He's uh, an Australian he's, comedian. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Is he a little? No, no. He's oh. yeah, he's tall. Is he but, a little? Uh, but he but he just wanted to do it and uh, it's probably for the probably for the material. Sure. And he asked me, he's like, "What's the thing about like flirting with dwarf girls?" And I had to tell him, like, you have to know how old they are because we don't know how old. Like I can't tell to no, each other. I've had the mistake where I, I I'm like saying three things to a girl like, "Oh, this girl's pretty cute. She's having a good time." She's seven. Holy fuck! Okay, I'm gonna walk guys, the other way. Wait, do you guys just you you grow quick? Like, and were you the same height since you were seven? Y- yeah, like I was like three foot eight when I was seven, and now I'm four foot four. So it's, so like it's really like, yeah, it's not a it's not a big jump or anything like that. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. So we literally can make that mistake. It's kind interesting. Of, it's uh, that's kind of awkward. That's really. I've never. I know a lot. Believe me, I know a lot about you people, and I've never heard that. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? You know what I'm talking about. We're little man, little purple. There it is. There it is. There it is. That's what your voice sounds like with my balls in your mouth. <laughs> Oh, Michael McDonald, that's the best. There you go. Um, we call him Thundercock. <laughs> how, how, um, how often does the Michael McDonald mix up with the singer happen? Honestly, I I don't think it ever happens as a real mix up, but as a um, icebreaker joke, it's uh, 
hourly. Like <laughs> from you? Oh my god! I I thought uh, you were that Yama be there, right? <laughs> like no, yeah, never. I, I bet people say this all the time. I bet, I bet. no. <laughs> Look at you! Just had a fucking ready on your I did. very tiny. Now for no. you, is it is a is an iPad <laughs> like, like a big holding, screen TV? Is it like holding a big <laughs> no, screen? No, this, this is not an iPad. This is my iPhone. <laughs> it is. Oh my god! I just realized I forgot about scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of got to use that. Oh my so. goodness! <laughs> I just I just put my hand to tap your face and I lost your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> but um like when you like when you decided that you're going to quit your job and do this and be in and be in show business. Did you know you're like I cannot do anything else like this is the gig for me cuz I mean like like to drop out that's just a huge leap of faith or did you, did you just like I'm going to succeed at this. Uh god, you know, I would the the it's been 25 years. Sure. I would say uh, I I wish I I wish I could say it was that obvious, mm-hmm. but it was obvious enough that I did it. Mm-hmm. And then, like the first when, when you first start doing scenes, it's just like, yeah, this is the, this is where I belong. Once I got on stage, uh-huh. I, I think I felt I I kind of feel like it saved my life in a in a in a really weird way. I think so? I, not even a weird way, a real way. I think I was really depressed, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think you weren't totally happy with doing the business route. You I was just not you happy see with your my future, life right? in general, and I, and I think it actually helped me work out. Um, aside from knowing what I wanted to do with my life as an occupation or whatever, I think it actually helped me work out a whole bunch of other personal, you know, private yeah. things uh, that I was wrestling with, and I went, "Oh, uh, you can actually deal with them through." You know, through your work in in whatever way you want to. Some people do it overtly, or some people do it subtly. But that you could, um, it's to me, it was like therapy, paid therapy. That's yeah. what I'd call it. Now, in getting into the show business, was the goal to meet all the top little people, or did no, was, or was that just it wasn't. a side that thing? Was just gravy, <laughs> motherfucker, gravy. <laughs> that was just a bonus. <laughs> like, who, who was in your uh, your groundlings class when you first started there? Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to like. It's not exactly like college or high school where right. you're exactly the same all the time. But mm-hmm. in the in the people that I had in classes, uh, th- there were because you go through levels and then you get to the main company, which is yeah. Right? I mean, I kind of I sort of view it like in my in my time during the Groundlings, everyone from as you mentioned, Lisa Kudrow is going to do your your thing. Um, Lisa was a little bit ahead of me, right. but. I mean, there are people behind me. But then Melissa, Melissa was Melissa here. McCarthy was one of my students, right. and um, oh, her husband Ben was, and Phil Hartman uh, was above Cheryl, you. Uh, Phil Hartman. Um, I mean, you name it: Maya Rudolph, Chris Kattan, Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, Cheryl Hines, Kristen Wiig. Wow, Matt, uh, all the people from Mad TV: uh, Phil Amar, Mary Shear, Jesus, me. Um, there, there are so, and there are a million writers that I right. couldn't even name. But it was weird when we were all there at, at that time. There, like everyone was struggling, scraping to get oh, right. by, and now when I look at the Oscars or mm-hmm. the Emmys or even just shows that are on, I can find somebody that I worked with at the Groundlings That's crazy. somewhere, That's almost on every show. It's really, really uh, rewarding. What do you like attribute that to? I mean, because there's no talent. They're yeah. talented people. 
It is kind of crazy though that one center like that can just draw. Well, in. It's, it's not the only one. I mean, there are there are Second City. I, you right, but I feel like Groundlings has the most people of like. Well, it's been it's the oldest in L.A. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so I, I feel like that's part of it. But right. um, yeah, what did you dig about? Through. Because it was because I've I've done classes at both, and I I think the Groundlings is it was just so much more character driven, and that's why I loved it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's like obviously there's still the rules and game of improv that you're they're stressing on you but it um yeah i I feel like there's always some weird um impulse to pit um sketch and improv theaters against each other and i don't think there's really that kind of um uh i don't think there's that kind of feeling between them in in reality i do i do know that there are different emphases Mm -hmm. slight in general it doesn't mean much, but I think the Growlings is a little bit more charactery. I think Second City is a little bit more the idea, the thought, the maybe a little bit more political, and maybe UCB is um, more of the game of the of the sketch, like that. You know, I actually don't know enough about it. Long form IO, I would say, is yeah. a little bit more of the game, but uh, maybe the scene. I think UCB might yeah. be the scene, but uh, in general, they all will say. All are important. Of course. Right. So. There, was, there was a game I did in one of my class. Ted Michaels was my teacher for a few of them. Like Ted? Yeah. And, uh, and there was a game where you basically just had to contort your face. I don't know if you like if this was some of the games were consistent with other sure, teachers. Sure. They kind of all are. <clears throat> yeah. Where you just like, you know, just make really weird faces. Then he would say stop. And then you just had to start talking however your face was. Yeah. However that and like whatever going. voice, oh, wow. whatever you. And then he would put you in a scene and that was so fucking awesome to me. It yeah, was it, was, so fun. it was very freeing, yeah, right? Totally. I mean, it's the perfect kind of thing I recommend to anybody in their 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm looking for myself or I want to know what is fun in life or yeah. I just need to to do something on a Tuesday. Sure. Something like that. No and matter. it's not even like if you, oh, do this if you want to get in the show business. It's, it, just, it's, it's, it's to do freeing. it. Yeah. I had people that I've taught that were, you know, I'm a banker and I do mm-hmm. this and whatever. And they, I, I, that's why I said therapy. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't I have that. therapeutic. You, you don't have that opportunity to be silly at your job. Right. It's always you know someone's watching or someone. Um, now, when you're at the Groundlings, any of the characters that you developed there, did you bring them to Mad TV? Like, were did any of those characters make those transitions? Yeah, a lot. Of, I would say uh, many of the ones that uh, I ended up doing on Mad TV were all started at the Groundlings for oh, wow. sure. So, like uh, the depressed. Persian that truck was not, driver. Actually, oh. that was not. <laughs> that was that, my favorite character on Mad Man. I love that character. Well, here's the story behind that. The okay. writer behind that was a groundling. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, Stephen Craig. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, is he Persian? A, he is not, but he came to work late one day. I remember we were supposed to write, and he came really late, and he was all upset, and he had been in an accident, okay. and he, then he had to get towed to... Uh, the the studio to get mm-hmm. to work, or they or the, he he got his car towed, and they sure. offered to tow him back to his house. What, you think okay. you're right, but um, he's like, and, and he started describing this character mm-hmm. that towed him. It was yeah. a real guy, and he's like, and I'm thinking of writing this, and I was thinking, I don't know, I'll just write it, and you know, have one of the cast members do it. And I go, the cast member is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I thought it was so funny. Now, uh, I don't mean to go all James Lipton on you, but uh, is there any way I can speak <laughs> to the depressed Persian oh, tow no. truck driver oh, no. right now? Oh, no. Can I talk? If, if, if you don't want to, it's fine. 
but uh, I, I, <laughs> take one more hit. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just going to get. Uh, I, daddy, I, daddy I, needs I, his medicine <laughs> from the wizard pipe. Um, oh, wow, that was that was. Uh, I forgot about that part of Inside the Actor Studio where Lipton goes. Can I talk to Homer Simpson for a minute? <laughs> right. Like that is so. When you break it down, so creepy. But I guess flattering. No, no but the best thing about him is mm-hmm. how creepy he is. Yeah, oh, sure. Because so like the the type of creepy to where, you know, if he started like petting you at a bus stop, you and talking to you, but it was James Lipton. What he does, yeah, and he knows that too. I'm sure he abuses that power. And I I, wouldn't it be great to be an out of uh, so out um, creep that you could be like, you know what I've done is I've just told everyone (laughs) what how creepy I am, and now I have a fucking green light. Anywhere, yeah. Because it's James Lipton. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Right. Well, it, it, it's kind of like how Rickles is the insult comic. Yes. And it's an honor to be insulted by Rickles, and uh, it's an honor to be groped by Lipton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Groped by Lipton, by the way, should be a one act play that somebody puts up. One eyed. One act. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like groped by Lipton. <laughs> yeah, well, the poster is him just doing that wink towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a bunch of it's almost like the vagina monologues but it's just a bunch of recounts of people who've been groped been, by James been, Lipton yeah, been finger, been finger blasted <laughs> against their will that's one of the monologues who've been finger blasted in between compliments <laughs> and who has it really <laughs> oh it's God. really hard to object when they're telling you you're wonderful as they finger bang you that, that almost sounded like a Morgan Freeman impression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, 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 it's really hard to say no when a man's fingers are inside you. It was Why aren't you doing more black voiceover? <laughs> it was 48 degrees in the fall of winter. The, the, summer, the summer eve was crisp. The wind was colorful. You do have a good voice, I will say. Oh, thanks. There you go. I mean, I got to give and you something. Were... <laughs> the it wind... ain't the face of the body. Might as well be the voice. Was that, was that, was that, that Cat is. Williams? I do not know. It isn't the face of the body, motherfucker. But it's, way, got, but it's got to be the voice. That great. guy is hilarious. Isn't he? I think Cat Williams is hilarious. I love that you say that. It's called self-esteem, bitch. God damn it. He's funny. I'm so funny. Dude. He, I, yeah, it sucks. That's a guy that's just, I mean, he do debt and the multiple kids and... Fuck, man. He just, uh, what? And drugs. What are you talking about? Is, are things bad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He, he even went on a, a tirade in Seattle after some show went on the news, was out on the street. He'd like walked out of a show and then basically said, I'm retiring from stand up. Oh, no. He's drugs, a lot of kids, uh, lack of money, paying all that. I mean, it's wow, just, he's, he's, yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah. But he is doing a New Year's show here in LA. Really? I oh, think, God. I think he's at the Nokia. Oh, God. Really? Maybe that's his comeback. Yeah, I hope so. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. I I, I like people like that dude. <laughs> was, so cool. Was there was was there any uh, like guest hosts or or guest stars on Mad TV where, where you got starstruck and you were just like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm working with this person. Yeah, because I feel yeah, like you get to a, sure. Yeah, because I think you get to a point after just meeting enough of those people that it's just not. Right, like I'm no, sure. not first of all, we're talking about Mad TV, so it's not like we really, we just got Connie Chung after we had our third wrestler. <laughs> you start, you start to look at them as if they're all the same. I mean, I mean, I was nervous when I met Hillbilly Jim, but yeah. then shortly I mean, after that, we had when I mean, Coco Beware like came a on. Good YouTube channel, they would be like our guests. I mean, our guest hosts, right. but I don't. Well, wait a minute, that was the. The the people that ran the show, like I said, I'm afraid to. Really? I'm hoping to not be heard. All right. (laughs) 
the people. Why? Why do you have me? Like the the microphone is in there, can't my you hear it sound a, yeah. uvula. Yeah, you can oh. even take it out if you want. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, no, but the, there were good uh, guests. Uh, uh-huh. Kathy Bates. Oh my God. Susan Sarandon. What? Uh, she and loves more. comedy, doesn't she? She does. The weird thing was, is I heard. Well, Tim Robbins also did it, and they were together at the time. But sure. um, uh, Kathy Bates. I heard through a hair person that Kathy Bates liked the show and liked a character I did, and so I through hair said, "Tell your friend in hair in the other part of the <laughs> it's world. Like an or under, it's an underground world. Those yeah, hair it's people. complete hair. Is they gossip. World. They know everything. Right. They, That's like well, no. if you want something done." Go to hair. Okay. But um, I, I literally said, if Kathy Bates ever wants to do the show, I would love her to do yeah. it. And so she, I wrote a sketch for her to play a relative of a character I did on the show. And uh, ditto Susan Sarandon. Same same deal. Jesus. I heard. I was like, I, I just leapt the minute I Dude, so it. you're responsible for them being on? Uh, well, I, I definitely, uh, no. I mean, <laughs> no. I think they are. Yeah. What, um, I didn't do it. They did. Do you think like I could get them to do it without the, against their will? They were like, I don't know. Sure, I'll do Matt was like, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, has Michael McDonald signed Wait, off on he, this? Yeah, yeah, has he? <laughs> but, but like, is there is there a point? Uh, it, like, and that's such a crazy thing that, especially now with like Twitter nowadays, like you could just tweet a celebrity and they have a good yeah. chance of seeing it yeah it's a very um different world now do you, yeah do you like right. that i mean i love the, it. the amount of social media now versus I, well i hate it. i hate having to do it as a comedian right right um as a means of self-promotion yeah 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 that it makes me um really sad on every level but uh I have to say, I've been sort of delighted on a daily basis in some way or another yeah. by either hearing from somebody I thought was great or being able to reach out to somebody or or just... Say, and have it not be weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very w- new thing. If you're on there, if or, you're signed like up, that it's old assumed. Per- that person, I don't, I'm sure you felt this way, like that person I loved when I was 10 mm-hmm. and... They get in touch on Facebook, or you could. Yeah. That's amazing. That being said, all that positive being said, yeah. I would love to shut both those accounts <laughs> off immediately. <laughs> so basically, Mike McDonald is say, do not follow him on Twitter. Don't go right. on. Don't go Thank on his you. Facebook. What, what now, is Twitter? You know. At McDonald Comedy, right? <laughs> yes, and it, which is a name I didn't pick and I'm upset about. Really? But uh, What would you have picked? I, my name? I don't know. Or something not like... Uh, my name and my job, or something. Maybe like That's at weird. midget adjacent or something, right? <laughs> midget adjacent. Just to throw I can off. cover you with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 um, what was it? Groped by groped by Lipton. <laughs> groped by Lipton. Groped by Lipton. Yeah. But that's the thing too. Like, there's Twitter accounts for personalities. There's Twitter accounts for right. And I mean, well, that also people follow Justin like, Bieber fan club. People follow you know like a, a, a Twitter handle just called. You know, believers. I mean, it's yeah. like it's out of yeah, yeah. W- one of my favorites is uh, called "Goddamn Batman," and it's just it's it's, it's it's just it's just what Batman would say, and it, it's I I think it's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, there's just like there's there's characters on Twitter now that you could create. What would um mm-hmm. would you now if if Stewart was at the height of popularity oh. it was now? No, listen to this. Hey, 
I'm serious. We're not I'm asking serious. you to do it this time. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not yes. asking you to do Stuart. But I'm asking you this, Mike. If it were, the, if it were, where my <laughs> Mike is checked Mike out. Is, He's put his head down on the table. <laughs> he, knows, he knows that we're. I just. He knows that we're buddies, and I just fucking very like fucking talk showy cheese dick. Hey man, so Stuart, <laughs> that was a great character, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was being serious. <laughs> I was so being serious. <laughs> Give me that lighter, please. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, have another hit. Sure. Um, now, wait, but like, uh, y- y- you're, you're touring nowadays do- doing stand-up, and you didn't... That- Said the kid who grew up in an al- alcoholic family and knows how to cover it. Woo! Hey, what about what's over here? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the shiny object in my hand. Oh, I'm, Look, yes, oh okay. Yeah, yes, stand-up. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, like, uh, but you didn't get that... You you didn't get a start in stand up comedy though. I did not. I started in sketch in, right, with at Growlings, the Growlings, and, all that. and then I think most people in stand up like you you start in stand up and then you maybe act mm-hmm. or right. or get a talk show or whatever you you go that way. I've gone the opposite. I'm the Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah, but you know a lot of uh, more sketch and improv people are doing that and not successfully because they didn't. Um, I mean, you, you. I think you probably knew getting into it that you're gonna have to commit a little, like as far as like being gone and doing the road a lot. But I think there's a handful of people who are doing it who are just like trying to pop in on shows here and there and just kind of hope well, that that's enough. Yeah, you can't. I don't think you can do that. But that's not, somebody, that's not a comment on their um, ability. No, it's a comment on their availability. Sure. And apparently, I'm very available. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's you, why you're a good comic because you have nothing else going on. <laughs> Nothing to gain or lose. But, did, but, but didn't you know getting into it that you're like, I mean, did you talk like Bobby Lee? I know was uh, right, like kind of. Bobby Lee's 100 percent responsible. But like, did or, he and, tell and you? Him and Kathy uh, Griffin, for right. sure, the two. But so, did they give you like a heads up, like, hey, if you're going to do this, or do they just kind of trust it, like, oh, Michael figured it out, or do they say like, hey, you're going to have to really give yourself over to this to like get good for no, a couple I don't years? think that, no, because they weren't giving career advice; they were just. Uh, I think they were talking, you know, performer to performer. Yeah. You should try this. Right. Mm-hmm. And has has it been something you've enjoyed doing? Is the transition, like, cool for you? Or, is, or do you look at stand-up as this next job that you have to do? Or do you truly enjoy doing it? I would say it's a combination. Um, mo- mo- I would say, first, it's... <laughs> Uh, wow. Now, just let it be known. By the way, the the beige carpet <laughs> that you you have in your house is so sad. And by the way, it's a dirty beige, like it's a it's a smoky beige that's I didn't had pick it. Dirt, no, but it's old and sad, and it's almost greasy. This carpet's got stories, Mike McDonald. Are you, des- <laughs> are you describing uh, my carpet or uh, Gary Busey? I'm talking about your bush. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, but that's one thing is you've been able to do so much. Like you do stand up, uh, uh, the improv, the sketch, and then also you direct a ton of stuff. Like I didn't even realize this till I looked up your IMDb page. Like you're you're directly like, as a director. How is that transition? Like in in terms of uh, has it given you a greater respect now for directors when someone's directing you that you've been it's in that given, position? It's you know I would say it's given me much. Less respect for actors. <laughs> Are you serious? 
Yeah. All right. Well, you've uh, directed Don't Trust a Bee in Apartment 23, Two Broke Girls, Cougar Town, Scrubs, Mad TV, Seventh Heaven. Uh, what Was there an experience on any of those shows that made you go, man, <laughs> well, wait, actors all, are fucking bummers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, in or general, all them, yeah. uh, in that list, there are some uh, like people, I, I, you just saying names. I'm like, oh, my God, I, for, I forgot. I love that person. Oh, or really? That, person, yeah. that actor, this actor, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I, uh, I I think what it is is maybe I would I, all I do is I judge the bad behavior I had as an actor. Okay. When I was just acting, that's mm-hmm. what it is. I hate the actor in me. How's that? Oh, okay. Man. No, so, but I, I. So you look back at things you did on set, going, "Oh God, that must have pissed off that director." Yes, that's oh, okay. all I've done is is I've revisited my oh, own shit. sins mm-hmm. and gone like, "Oh wow, I wish I could redo that moment." So like you're. So you, when you were like, man, my first TV job at Family Matters, I should have not fucking said that N-word to Carl Winslow during the scene. <laughs> now I see, in retrospect, as an actor, that was a poor choice of words, and I should have... Actually, <laughs> that is a great example of um, the opposite. <laughs> Here, uh, That was my first job, Family yeah. Matters. By the way, it's my favorite show of all time. Do you um, know that? That needs to be fixed. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's an amazing show. No, it's not. But that How dare first, you talk that, shit on Family That was my first job on TV, mm-hmm. and the director of that episode yeah. was so mean to me. What? It, it, there's you know those weird um, stories you have in your life where you where want to kill somebody. Uh, some, well, yeah, <laughs> where where everything comes full circle. Yes, or okay. whatever. And um, the guy, the director was clearly like a beat-faced, alcoholic, angry sure. dude directing TV. Cause directing, I hate people that drink for no reason. I don't like it when they, yeah, have a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he, like doing a podcast. With, yeah. yeah like, that, like that's a good reason yeah, to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let me slurp my scotch. <laughs> no, but he, he was an unhappy person. Okay. And the, you know, that show had been on the air forever. Yep. And mm-hmm. there were... You, Children and or maybe actors who've been around for a long time are like, yeah, you know, after a while, actors get sloppy and they're like, eh. oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but this was my first job and yeah. I was really um, nervous. Th- everything. Anxious, Dedicated, yeah, nervous, sure. and yeah. not going to mess it up. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of some take, he said, um, you're not on your mark. And I, and I looked and I was. I mean, there's the, your mark in television is like a tape of tea. You yeah. put, you know, a, a T-shaped piece of tape, right? And you put one foot on one side of the T and the one foot on the other. And if you're entering a room, you need to stand there like, so that you do it. You know, you you hit your mark. Yes. And I I looked at my feet, and my <laughs> feet were in that fucking T like nobody's business. Yeah. Like my life depended on. Sure. Right. And I go, I'm actually on my mark. Wow. And what, did you but, hear? But I did didn't you say it. I didn't say like, hey, motherfucker, I'm <laughs> yeah. on my mark. I was like, no, I, I'm on my mark. You're scared. You're scared. Did you and, hear yourself saying it and be like, don't say that? Like the words. No, 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 up. no. Like I was, I'm, I'm gonna tell Stick it. Everyone, I'm, 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 I'm on my mark. This, this was Matilda talking back to the Trunchbull. I was terrified <laughs> wow. of not. How about being that on reference? It was like the, you know, the. Uh, yeah, it was uh, like I was in a World War II movie. Like I was, uh, I'm in line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, McDonald, shoot yeah. up! <laughs> I'm here. 
<laughs> and then I realized that the 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 why the shot was blown, why the director yelled out was the other actors were not on their mark. They were the series regulars. Oh and shit! So he so, can't yell at that. So he comes to me, he goes, "Next time on the next take, even if you're on your mark, you pull them." Onto you, onto their marks. Like, like I'm gonna Jesus. do that. Now, too. now the episode is in your hands. Yeah, and I, and I was so terrified. I was like, as a director, why wouldn't you have the power and, <laughs> sure. and responsibility to speak to up to Carl happen? Winslow? And many years later, after that horrible experience, I'm on Mad TV. I'd been on for a few years, and who walks on but the same red face, <laughs> <laughs> just bloated. Did he look like the guy um, who runs Men's Warehouse? He, yeah, he kind of did. And I he, guarantee it. He, um, he was really mean again, and he he started to yell at, at everybody. And I said to him, "I don't know if you remember this, but many years ago we worked together." Oh wow! And you were mean to me then. You're not going to be mean to me now. Just tell. Me and everybody who works here, what you know, what you need, and we'll get it for you. And and if you can't do it politely, you probably won't be back here again. Wow! And he was freaked out. Oh, wow! And all he did then, I just watched him. He just threw like peanuts and candy in his mouth during the tape. What was he, Dumbo? I think it was nervous eating. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, that, that's crazy that you got that opportunity because most people don't get that opportunity to come back to the person like at first, and now you're in kind of a position of power, like you're like you're the regular on the show. Although I would say I had a, I've had a, like a length of time where there was a there was a big long list in the beginning of my career, like I can't wait, <laughs> and then and then now I realize like oh no, you know what? There are all kinds of things that factor into people's day, sure, and they're. Yeah, you can't spend your day. It's oddly enough, it's oddly enough now. I feel a surprising lack of like I've really got to show somebody what they right. were, what life is all about, right. and more just like yeah. But on Scrubs, is that weird to come into a show that's so successful and then do you kind of just stand back and go, "All right, I'm going to kind of uh, bring what I know, but I can't step in too much because these guys are kind of on autopilot right now." I, I didn't. I didn't walk on thinking I had to. Do anything more than I needed to do, which okay. was to uh, shows like that. That's the beauty of shows like that is um, everybody's been doing it. They know what they're doing, and you're kind of there. Directing on a show like that is easy. Yeah. Okay. There. The so if the, the show is successful, it is you are walking. It's in. a little bit like saying, you know, like how didn't how did you avoid turning right? On it on that train that's already in a track that has no ability to turn. Right, like, there's no turning, okay. so you just ride that. Okay. Was, was there ever a situation that you walked in that wasn't the, the the train on the track, and you were the? Yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of new shows. You know, like, oh, okay. so this year I directed a bunch of shows that are uh, they haven't some haven't even aired. Yeah, you know? and that and that's not saying that the actors or the people on the show are bad. I'm not saying that at no, all. No, no, it's just saying it's, just, it's not it's not established. Yeah, it's, it's not just, a well oiled machine at exactly. that point. Because like we are a well oiled machine here. We know that You're I make like a, I make the scrubs of podcasts. We are the scrubs of podcasts. <laughs> Designing women of podcasts. <laughs> that's even better. Uh, take it. May, maybe the empty nest of podcasts. There you go. Remember that show. I. 
I do. I do. <laughs> do you like? Do you he like says that with shame. No, I remember I, it. Do you I, like sitcoms? I do. I love. Sit- okay. I love sitcoms right. actually. But like what's your favorite show? Like what? What's a show that got you? Like when you. You know, like when you're on the in the Groundlings, and you're coming up. Obviously, you're influenced right. by other, you know, right? You're watching a lot of comedy. So, like, what was your, was it stand up or was it just great shows or? Uh, stand up wise, there I had very few influences, or I, I wouldn't say influences, but uh, people that uh, I watched, you know, mm-hmm. and liked. But they were um, like I loved Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, Do you see uh, his new special, by the way? No. Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's really good. I love Bill Cosby, and I, I love- and I was watching that special like with really high expectations and getting nervous because I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm thinking this is gonna be the greatest thing ever, and then it was. It, it was. was oh, that's so. Uh, good. Here's the thing: I feel it's like so he's great. been when I see him on talk shows, he's a little show, his age shows a little bit where he's a little like not with it, but it's yeah. like, but his well, stand up I mean, show he is. I know. I mean, he's old. Yeah, but his stand up show is something he's been doing hours. Like he's touring. He's been touring he the does, last. He I, from what I hear, he does a two hour show. Yeah, and he's been yeah. doing that the last ten years. So everything he's doing in that show, he's said over and over so i bet he's not stumbling because he's like i know exactly what the fuck i'm gonna say i've no you know, honest i've never seen him live i i grew up listening to him on like a vinyl record like sure. same with george carlin uh, okay so that was another one uh george carlin perfect example of like meeting your hero you so, met him? yeah because he did he came and guested on mad tv that's another one. Why didn't they bring Dude, that up? That's, that's wow. incredible. So he he uh, is doing a sketch. I'm in the sketch with him. Wow. And I'm really nervous. Yeah. Because it's, it's George Carlin. It's fucking George Carlin. And I'm yeah. excited. And w- most importantly, like I want George Carlin to think I'm funny. Like, yeah, I was just going to say. I want that more than anything. You do, right? When you meet yeah. your hero, you there's want a, to be validated. There's a whole crew uh, you know, people around and other actors that – uh, I should probably want their opinion or, mm-hmm. or to please them. No. Uh, they've faded away. All I can think of is I'm in a scene with George Carlin. Yeah. I want him to think I'm, that I'm funny. Yeah. And I say to him, uh, or he's, he's doing bits. He's doing like a lot of his famous bits from his act, you know, like his, talking about God. He was, mm-hmm. We were playing a sketch where he was dying and he was about to meet God, but he was an atheist. So oh, okay. okay so okay. He, it turned him in between takes. He's doing all of his jokes about God and comedy, and the, cr- the crew, who yeah. never laughs at anything, they're dying laughing because Love it's it. fucking George Carlin doing right. his oh, amazing man. material. Yeah. And I'm just dying to get George Carlin's attention. <laughs> I say, in, like, there's a, just a lull in his act that he's doing for free for these people who that's what they want to see i go relax george you got the job no you didn't that's exactly what I said. oh my god and the dude. whole the crew the audience which yeah. was the crew which was my crew right they turn on me like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> you say this george carlin george carlin looks at me with genuine hurt in his eyes like why I, I'm trying to make everyone oh love me. Kid, what are you doing? And I'm thinking, all I was trying to do is get you to love me, and I made you sad. <laughs> that is comedy to me oh in, in its infinite form. Like, oh no. Oh, but what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over. It's done. I can't talk anymore. It hurts too much. That's. <laughs> that that that's nuts. But that but that's a moment where. Like you have George Carlin talking about it, like do, like doing his bits and making everyone laugh, and of course, as the comic, you're thinking, 
how can I get in on this? Like, uh, well, like, like, how can I make? All I wanted, yeah. was to get approval. Did you yeah. feel? Did you feel like remorse for days of like, what did I do I, to my hero? I'm talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> it was ten years ago. That's Jesus. your Bill. That, that's your Bill Buckner ball goes through the uh, legs moment. You're just like, if only I just got the, the glove like two inches lower. Yo, we we went. Over. Speaking of Boston Red Sox, that was your first time to Fenway, wasn't it? When we went, in, yeah, in Boston. Wait, yes. What? Oh, when you, when you guys were shooting the Heat, uh, a movie which has made over two hundred million dollars together. Wow. Yeah. Which is why we're in this gorgeous apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bobby I don't like Lee. the way you said gorgeous. <laughs> I think that was a little condescending. You uh, make fun of our rug. Well, I can't be responsible for your interpretation. <laughs> Bobby Lee walked in when he did this podcast with us, and he just looked around and goes. Oh, so this is where you live if you're in the number one movie in America. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then Adam's pride, you know, just kind of dropped a little bit. But when we met out there uh, on the first day, uh, we did like, what, it was literally maybe seven minutes of shooting? That like one surveillance camera shot, remember? I don't. He was really high and drunk at the time. I know it's I hard to believe. You were on a lot of ibuprofen <laughs> as he points to the as he points to the wizard pipe. No, but, but no, you, we, know, you me, and Michael Rapp- Rappaport shot yes. like we'd all gotten there, and you were had to cancel. You had just found out you got in the movie, right? I was. You're I, supposed to be in I the parlor in Seattle. From, no, no, no. Uh, you're right. Yeah, and I had to cancel a day from uh, the All American Comedy yeah. in San Diego. And well, that story's great, by the way. Your morning radio. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, that's right. <laughs> All right, I'll tell oh. that real quick. Okay, so okay, he has to do the uh, morning radio show, and this is the, by the way, I think in, the in San Diego. Yeah. Okay, so he's you're 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 doing a morning radio show in San Diego to promote your shows uh, in San Diego. It's not radio; it's TV. TV. Oh, that's it's local shit. TV news. And what okay. tragedy had just gone down? The Aurora, Colorado oh, Batman Jesus. shootings oh, had god. occurred on a Thursday night. Oh god! And. Friday morning, I yeah. wake up, as anyone who's doing press, you do it really early. I wake sure. up at um, 6 in the morning. I don't turn on the TV. I don't mm-hmm. do nothing. I, we go straight to a, a, the TV station, which yeah. is, lo- and you know, believe me, it's not, it's not whatever the number one radio or TV show in San Diego Wake is. up, San it's, Diego. It's not that. It's <laughs> 10 steps down. Where you're like, am I still in, am I in Mexico? Because I feel like that's where we're It's recording. Wake Up San Diego for people at like 2.30 in the afternoon yeah, who are waking it's up. It's a small, I've done a bunch small of those shows. sad, yeah, yeah. maybe, possibly a college station. I don't know what the fuck it was. So you're doing it, was, it to promote the shows for the weekend. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and it's a brand new, it's the opening weekend or ish of this new club that is desperate for press American on this club, yeah. shit box station i don't remember what it was but the <laughs> lowest in san diego yeah. um so like everybody's there like their constant move is like don't go anywhere just stay here because we're all on our fingers holding on to a cliff we've got more things on the show financially everything's a disaster like mcdonald is on just yeah, keep it's watching just like when i'm your savior you know how bad it is <laughs> but true. it gets worse which is um so they were- I, there's a little holding room that they put you in okay. when they're you're about to go on they're talking about the weather or whatever and uh, you're seeing the broadcast of the show. So you're watching the weather going to be like, and again, it's going to be 77 yeah, degrees fucking again because we as, live in San Diego. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And they're broadcasting um, re- the real time, what's going on. And oh, suddenly, of the shooting? Yeah, no. No. Oh, of, just, weather, of the weather. Okay. whatever. And yeah. it flips to this horrible event. <sighs> and I'm like, what? What's going on? And they're like, you know, like I was the only person. <laughs> oh, that, that was the first you heard of it. Kids got shot. Oh my god! And I'm like, what, what are you, 
what? This is awful. Yeah. And, I, and then they, they sort of, is one of, they flip sometimes with their cable affiliate somewhere. So, like, it was, you just saw the world in a snapshot, which was, like, great weather in San Diego. Yeah. And the stocks are up a little bit. And, oh, but your kids got fucking shot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and then. Terrible see, segue, by the way. Right. But then this is the worst segue, which is the, the. You know, one of the hosts of the show, right before they go to commercial, goes, Speaking of big babies, Mike McDonald, steward of Mad TV, will be on right after the school shooting. Oh like, my like, God. What the fuck? Like, what? What the Wait, like the people in Colorado yeah, being shot like, are big babies? Like one of, no, no, no. They, they, one of, I, the real quote was something like, And the youngest victim is six months old. Speaking of big babies, <laughs> like, there's something Dude, crazy that's going on. The fucking. That it was so fucking horrible. And so then she's got to be fired. No, then they go to commercials and I'm in the green room. I'm standing up. There's a sliding glass door. They're like, Mr. McDonald, are you ready? Yeah, whenever you know there's a sliding glass door in an indoor area, you're yeah. already, you're either a prisoner, Am I at a park? Yeah, something. <laughs> an indoor. And like, we're ready for you. I'm like, wait, we got to talk. I can't. There's, is there a shooting going on? They're like, yeah, it's awful. The reason why we're, don't, the reason why we're talking about it is because the parents of the kid are, who did the shooting are from san diego oh sweet what jesus what's that oh you mean you guys are tied even closer to this tragedy yeah they're it's hometown killer (laughs) interview with parents in five minutes but before that it's, it's we're gonna t- we're gonna take like, out your funny bone yeah, with yeah, Mike McDonald, was, and I was like, I can't. I, there's Mike, no that's way awful, you can do dude. This. That's all. You must have felt like for a second you're like, I'm on a hidden camera show. Yeah, are you guys fucking with well, me? Well, I even said like, did you see when she did the speaking of big babies transition from the dead <laughs> or not dead but wounded? Luckily, that kid survived. Yeah, they talked about. But I was like, because I became obsessed with it afterwards. Obviously. Of course. So then, um, I they go, well, listen, there's a commercial. Then we're doing an interview, and then you. There, oh, believe me, it'll be fine. It'll be really, you know what? And now people need to laugh more than ever, right? Oh I'm like, all right, Holy what? Shit. They're ushering me onto this phone. You're responsible for room. San Diego's feelings this, on this, this weird, tragedy. Like, non living room set, and the interview is happening. I'm supposed to pretend like it's not happening nine feet from me, right. but there's a separate desk interview happening. Yeah, right. And uh, they, there's cameras on them, and I know that I'm up next, and they have me on deck. But what the interview was was the uh, local lady, the you know the the news anchor, Barb Stinson. Yeah, and she's interviewing the chief of police, <laughs> and they're supposed to talk about sequestration and budget cuts. And she's like, um, "Yeah, I, you know." So I heard your your. Um, your office has taken a 10% across-the-board cut. And I'm sorry to bring this up into such local news, but recently there was a shooting in Colorado where there were children shot. And what do you have a reaction to that? And he was like... I, I don't know. I got you know. This is a police yeah. been in charge of talking about safety. What so what is right? Well, with the budget cuts, <laughs> he's not prepped for this. With budget cuts. You never know what you're gonna encounter. So she goes, "Are you saying that we should be careful, or are we in danger here?" He goes, "All I can say is everybody's just got to be careful." <laughs> <laughs> and she literally does a follow up. She's like, "Well, what can we, the public do to protect themselves? Should we like not gather in public settings?" And I'm I can fucking talk about a theater right after yeah. this. This is crazy. By the way, 
by the way, I'm in a public setting. I got, and I'm advocating <laughs> gathering people in a dark area <laughs> to watch me tell oh my, my fucking dick jokes. Oh I'm out. <laughs> Thank you so much, San Diego. Oh wow, God. what do I do? Dude, that and, is the fucking worst ever. That is... Oh my god, dude! Oh shit! Like that, I feel like that's like no, like there's nobody in the entire news station watching this go down to well, maybe go, hey, Mike, come here for a second, dude. We're worst. gonna we're gonna get you at the end of the show, man, or we're gonna like, yeah, can we're, we plug the show at the end and just no. we're, we're gonna bring on a, a, a lady that has pugs that do backflips and then and and then bring you yeah, on. Yeah. But Some sort of warm up. Better. You guys know your comedians isn't the worst. I mean, it's comedically kind of the f- most awesome, but of course, the this, worst public relations you can get. That's well, one of the greatest yeah. stories doing I've ever local heard. press. Yes. Oh yeah, whether it's radio or the you know local TV show or whatever you're doing. A very f- small percentage of them are actually like kind of really cool people that you're like, oh yeah, we're just shooting the shit and we got mics in front of us. <laughs> actually, wow. local news. They're kind of my. The reason why I like to go is whatever the audience sees at home, you know, is it's so not worth it. But right. the show after is fantastic. There'll be that <laughs> fucking bloated, boozy faced dude who's fifty, and he'll be like, listen, you know, we're they're gonna make me ask you about. I don't give a shit. What how are you guys? What's it like being in Hollywood? Fuck, I'm married, fifty. I don't even know if it's gonna work. But like, they're just all, like revealing all your problems. All these too. desperate. Oh desperate, sure fascinating people well, who... Well, well, I mean, because when they were going to school for journalism or communications or whatever, they didn't say, like, I'm going to be the wake-up Des Moines anchor. No, but... Like, they but didn't they think were like, that. You know what? I'm something special. Yeah. I'm going to get on TV. And they did, and sure. rightly so. And maybe maybe they could have been the next Brad Pitt or whoever, but yeah. they, for whatever reason, they are where they are. Sure. And they... Oh man, yeah. that's the best. It, they yeah. really are the because the, and they do uh, the uh, same thing. When I was in Montana, I had to do one, a really small one, and the guy goes, "His transition though." As opposed to the big ones in Montana, yeah. Go on. This this wasn't Billings. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Mount St. Helena. <laughs> Mount Saint Helena. Good pull, sir. Good pull. Nice. But this guy goes. He literally goes. He goes. He goes. And it's going to be uh, fifty-two of a low and uh, seventy-two on Saturday. So if you're going to hit that Tulip Festival, maybe the Banjo uh, Center, which is opening up i think from two to six on saturday and it will be warm outside as we mentioned and speaking of the heat uh comedian adam ray is here that's really fun to watch the the thought transition happen (laughs) and i'm sitting there already you know in place and the camera's on a one shot of him and then it pans out and i'm literally staring at him and it was by the way like 6 a.m like it was (laughs) earlier than you should be up for a tv thing even when you're there (laughs) yeah yeah and and they literally and right before me they had done um three in a row death stories not anything of the magnitude of the uh, the, the theater shooting, but it was like uh, a helicopter crashed in the ditch. Two kids uh, ate some poisonous ice cream who were lactose intolerant, and a fat kid got his arm stuck in a fucking vending machine and then raped. And uh, and, I, and and literally <laughs> allegedly, I have to say for the news. <laughs> and so then he he says those, and then does the weather thing, and then into me, and I literally stare at him after he says, "Speaking of the heat," and I look at him, and I go, "Did you really just say that, man?" And at that point, I was. So tired that I didn't even. It was almost out of body. And then I go, I go, hey, real quick question. Do you guys have any more death stories you can squeeze in before before seven a.m.? I go, I think you might force the record at a, at a small station in Maine. Oh and he God. goes, and he looks at me, and goes, oh, oh, I don't think we want to talk more about that because he was just like, <laughs> because you know why? Uh, that's when you he realize 
realize prepared a, a for. huge portion of them are literalists. Yeah. Oh, and sure. So like, and robots. Like, no, when you said that you would commit suicide if you heard about that, I'm hoping we're all, you're safe. Yeah. Like they're not. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. Uh, I, I had one. This is my morning show horror story. And it's, it's man, listen to yours. I'm feeling very good about myself. Uh, but it was in, I think, Richmond, Virginia. And it was just like, you know, wake up, Richmond, whatever that show that it's we're talking the about. Capital. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, and right before me, <laughs> right before me was the cooking segment because the, the, these shows always have a cooking segment. What were the cooking? Wait, by the way, it, uh, the cooking segments aren't they always a little bit? We feel like I'm pretty sure there's tomaine or trichinosis. I think the the protein's been left out for a very long time while they wait for that setup. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, not, exactly. And yeah. Then, and then, and then they're looking at whatever it is as the most amazing thing ever. Like, and then you put the tilapia. Straight on the grill. So you so you wow. put the fish on the heat. Got it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Speaking of the okay. heat, Adam yeah. Ray's gonna be here next yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> now, now do you always put potatoes in a bowl first or do you just let them sit on the counter? Well it's it's kind of a not an issue one way or the other. Fair um, enough. But you know, Is the, the mayonnaise dipped in the ketchup or do you put that in a separate dish? Well that's why it's Thousand Island. So but, but to get to the Ooh, interesting That's a fancy sauce, isn't it? <laughs> well it's I mean, you know, it's bottled by a lot of big companies. Sure. But um, Ooh, bottles. The, I usually drink the Bud Light Lime out of the bottle, not out of the can. My husband, Ron, started drinking them from the can. Oh, that's the person you talked about before. So I thought that... <laughs> that's the man. That's the man that gets to finger me while I sleep. Gets yeah. to. <laughs> Keyword being gets to. Gets to. But is that how many times have you been laying on your back with your knees up in the air and you're... And your butthole exposed, and someone's hand inside of you. I feel like you're reading my mind. And you've looked up past your hairy tits and said, You gets to do that. (laughs) Fuck you. Done. I'm right. They do this this cooking segment, and then (laughs) I'm up next, and uh, the guy just looks right at me and goes, uh, When the cooking segment ends, and he's very gay. Yeah. Extremely sure. gay, and he just looks at me. And goes, so, what do you like to eat? And you said, I uh, and I just looked at him and went, really? Like, so you have all this to work with, and your opening question is, so what? And I started, yeah, no, I like to eat bagel bites and like microwavable, like fun size candy bars. That's is that true. I, yeah, and, and food in in <laughs> sizes that are viewed as packets or small. <laughs> packets of food. Like two ketchup packets in the morning, and I'm good. Like I, I, I'm, I'm stuffed, man. Like I want to. That might be my nickname for you. It might be packet. <laughs> Hashtag packet. Packet, dude. If Brad, be, you might. You know what? You're packet. I'm packet. Yo, that sounds like one of the like main characters in like Land Before Time seventeen. <laughs> packet, the <Packet>. Triceratops. <laughs> you know, it was Petrie and Littlefoot. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like because in the movie Willow. Uh, we we were called pecs, so that so the packet could be yeah. So that's like ah, shut up, you packet, packet. <laughs> that's a, that's like the new. You're the, my little. You're the you're the kind of thing that that old ladies take home in their purse. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh my God, Good Lord, I would love that's that. A great compliment. Yeah. I'll go cougar hunting. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> now, speaking of Cougar Hunt, you, Mike, you directed Cougar Town in 1999. <laughs> so tell me, was Courtney Cox as nice in real life as she looked on TV? Gotta be nice, really nice. <laughs> 
perfect segue. <laughs> uh, Mike, yeah, just you, yeah, yeah, pack it. <laughs> can I, dude? That's can like, I call you Mike? Can I call you Pack? You can call you call me Pack. I'm gonna let Mike call you Pack from now on. You can call me Pack. You can call me Pack it. Whatever. You can pack it later if you get me drunk enough. Sure. Whoa. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have the physical ability to resist. <laughs> That, let's face it. You just I, frightened me. How many? Let me ask you this: Are, are the is are um, dwarves any sort of fetish for gay men? Like uh, in any? Damn right they are. Gay men or gay women? I think yeah. Everybody all. It's like you know, hey, does racism happen everywhere? <laughs> it does. Yeah. Everything happens everywhere. Sure. Everyone's yeah. thoughts are. It's a great slogan thoughts. for life. Everything happens really everywhere. Oh, there you go. Packet happens. Yeah. Somebody was trying to tell me a buddy of mine who. Uh, uh, this is kind of a weird segue, but you said everything happens everywhere. <laughs> Not like you've had any good ones. <laughs> but he goes, everything happens everywhere. For All I, I just want, I hope that when you broadcast this podcast, mm-hmm. that the seven of your listeners <laughs> yes. uh, hear you put higher soundtrack marks. Like, <laughs> Like a, a, a car rounding a curve talking. anytime you guys do a really <laughs> abrupt um, segue. <laughs> speaking of segues, I was at Runyon Canyon. <laughs> nice. That's good. And speaking of canyons, I bet it was hot outside, usually when you hike up that hill. And speaking of the heat, Michael McDonald's here. Hi. <laughs> did, um, did you enjoy doing that movie? I did. Yeah. It was it was really fun, and we tried to bring this up earlier. But when we had those, uh, when we went to Fenway, we had like because I didn't really know I hadn't done a movie before, so I didn't know the shooting schedule. There was times where after we shot that first day, then also we had five days off, right? And so, and then it was like, well, we can stay here, but then you had the option to go back. But it was or like, we could, you know, like pick it. Um, the producer, whatever, like do a, a actors guild strike saying we're not being paid enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thought about doing that. <laughs> to not work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mike and I went out a uh, handful of nights to, because we were staying near Little Italy, so we had like a lot of great restaurants and go. a lot of great bars. And we went to Fenway, we went, I'm drinking a lot, and uh, it was awesome. And? And your, and by a- the way, that was the highlight of your career. <laughs> you're 38 years old, and it's over. <laughs> it is over. It is so depressing knowing that he's peaked. I'm, I'm trying to ride his coattails, and he's just going oh, no. to do talk one about, movie. Yeah, I was going to say, talk about hanging on to the tail of the slowest pig. <laughs> <laughs> so Too I'm Packet, Adam's slowest pig, which is, kind, which is kind of ironic because Ring is a Jew. But did you? I, but let me ask you something is. though. Like, so <laughs> is it because of people? Like, I mean, you worked with Melissa. We hadn't met uh, Sandy before. But like being around. Why, why, why is your voice suddenly becoming like you're holding in a joint? <laughs> like you're you're acting like you're inhaling. Pop. Oh really? Or my try, voice just you're gets trying a, to seduce the audience a little bit. I think. No, I mean my voice just gets deeper sometimes. Listen, let Adam, me ask you. Adam you, can't help the fact I, that he has an extremely sexy voice. Yo, the it, biggest. Completely. Are you kidding? I happens. completely agree. I think it's one of. It's probably the only sexy thing about him. But <laughs> hey, have you seen t- his chest hair? Let me tell you something. My, <laughs> I haven't. But I said you should be shirtless, and and you've been really weird about. Been a little reluctant. <laughs> you've been really weird about it. Basically, if you get high and stare at his chest hair, it looks like Dana Carvey. I heard it. True it, just, story. it starts to grow into your face and pull you in, <laughs> like Jack the Beanstalk and it possesses you. <laughs> so it's like the little shop of horrors. Feed me, Seymour. And it's just great. It wild, just by the way, to great reference. Bring your audience welcome. into Rick Moranis. I'm going to bring the audience into my point of view, which was okay. while you said that. Yes. Pack. <laughs> now he's feed me, Seymour, and you reached out. <laughs> yes, with, with your my arms. arms fully extended. Right. And they didn't reach past your nose. 
Listen, and I'm, you were doing you were doing the voice of a plant going crazy, <laughs> and we're in this apartment, which is basically com- it's like a like a little humidor pot. It's a studio. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> suddenly pop. thought, "Wow, I wish people knew what I was actually seeing." <laughs> and I'm seeing a dwarf who's high, true doing an impression true. of a musical, true with his little distended hands. Yes, and I needed to share that. <laughs> well, t- I hope you took a good mental snapshot. Basically, if you're a- if your bucket list was to see a midget's T Rex arms, you're not a midget. You are. The, I'm a- you're you're a little starfish <laughs> <laughs> with one point that is swollen. Uh, that would be my ass, bucket. sir. <laughs> that's your. Uh, that's your ass. He, like, is, no, he works it. Do he? But uh, it did. It did. It did come in. It did. No, we we went to uh, Mexico and he entered a limbo competition and lost. Why did you go to Mexico? Because we were Take having a bro. Like I, like I'm uh, prosecuting it. Why did you go to Mexico? <laughs> Well, why'd you go? Well, we had to have a bromance, you know? So we, we went out there, had a little, you know, three or four-day mandate. Where'd you go? Uh, Cabo. Cabo. I'm going great. to Cabo in January. Michael, oh, yeah? you really? Yeah. You're going to fucking love it. You're not yeah. going to want to stay at the resort as long as possible. I'm sure you're staying in a dope place. Uh, at, a, at a what? Dope place. A dope. Oh, I thought you said Adele. I didn't know what you are saying. <laughs> like, what, what yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure you're, I'm saying, sure you're uh, staying with Adele. She's probably writing her next song about you. Yeah, Where expect- are you staying? Do you know? Uh, so I the do. listeners can come fucking. <laughs> well, I also want people to know where. Uh, let me give my address so they know when I'm not going to be at my house. <laughs> also, my pin number because Obviously. I'm not going to be near my ATM. <laughs> wait, wait, have you been to Cabo before? Yes. Do you enjoy it? I uh, we enjoyed it, but it uh, no, yeah, we did. Wait, what? I, there was I, a hesitation. I didn't, the, I didn't love the hotel. Okay, but here's why: it was. We wanted to get away. It was 110 we, degrees. Speaking of the heat, Michael McDonald <laughs> will be in Paso Robles, California, Tuesday through Thursday at the Chi Chi Ha Bone, uh, 7.30 and 9.30. Yeah. Wait, so what, why didn't you like it? it? I realized it was the hotel. It was only okay. the hotel. It, the hotel has a lot to do with it. It really does. Because our pool was well, incredible. you're in Mexico... <laughs> And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's not like oh well. Aside, you know, if the hotel doesn't work out, they have an amazing library system. Have you ever renting why, books has never been easier There's, from the yeah. from the Libertoria or whatever the fuck? What is Be- it? The Biblioteca. 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 What did I just say? You said Libertoria, which sounds like where that's where they have women's labias on display. Oh, uh, I, I, I hope this is as funny as oh. we all think. Think it is, and, it not, is. and not just the liquor talking. No, it's not going to translate at fairly, all. Fairly, fairly certain. It's Our not. six <laughs> listeners in Belgium will love this. Fairly certain it's not. <laughs> we tried no, though. No, it is. We made a great effort. Effort. Yes. <laughs> Step one. Uh, oh. Mike McDonald, you are a triple threat. You are a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are, do you hear triple or, or dribble? <laughs> Dude, that was a combination of James Lipton and the shitty news anchor. Michael McDonald, you are a triple threat. You're a horrible dwarf. I'm a horrible dwarf. I'm gonna get. I don't get my. It's hard because most of you are noble, but you're horrible dwarf. Sorry, I left my battle axe at home. Yo, horrible dwarf is the name of a great band slash movie about Dinklage. <laughs> like going, like turning to the goth side. But one thing is, little mm-hmm. people overheat, 
And speaking of the Heat, we have Adam Ray, who played one of the bad guys in the Heat. Um, I feel I feel so lucky to have two actors from such a blockbuster. From such a You're blockbuster. welcome. Yeah. I feel I feel so honored. Michael McDonald, you are a triple threat. I want that as my fucking email <laughs> alert, dude. I want that as my email alert. I, I, I mean, I literally am a, th- I'm a threat in zero. <laughs> I'm trying. The last thing I am you, is a threat. I'm trying right to keep way, this, this podcast respectable. You are a triple threat. No, but in a... In a Mike, but you are, though. No oh, seriousness. really? No, no, but you are, man. Because... No. Mike, Mike, no, hey, in all seriousness, hold, hold on a second, man. I'm scared that no. we're going to be monitored by the government. <laughs> <laughs> It's taking you long enough to to bring up that concern. Mike, uh, you are, you are a triple threat. <laughs> Mike I can't, I triple can't threat. wait to watch you two <laughs> pretend to not be predator and prey. <laughs> I've had a glass of scotch. I'm fucked up, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Two beer, Brad. Thank you. Two beer, Brad. You know what two beer, Brad gives you? Sure. <laughs> Rug burn on the base of my dick as I spin it. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared for my you safety shouldn't. now. I'm you, you shouldn't be, and it's not actionable <laughs> on a legal basis because you were born that way. <laughs> so uh, take your legalities up with God. I'm just, uh, <laughs> take God. Take God. a little time machine back a hundred years to common sense and say, well. You are tiny. This is life. This, I think, this is we just you just basically recited the, the closing to the pilot episode of Groped by Lipton. <laughs> I, I, I think it's so. a Lipton looking Which at her in a mirror. A going, question mark at the end of it. It's, it's a, Lipton, a hit. It's Lipton standing behind the girl in her bathroom mirror, going, "You are." who you are and this is life now take off your sweatshirt yeah yeah uh, let's make that let's make it whatever I, that means. i believe we should and uh i think we should write the script uh after we sign off and after we've killed the rest of this bottle of scotch which we're doing very well at you so. just <laughs> really have become foreign <laughs> What 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 kind of foreign yeah, accent? Of Depp what kind of foreign accent do you think I was speaking with? Right there? Well, that's an interesting one you chose. <laughs> I, this is one of the only three that I can do. I can do this one. I can do I can do Russian as well. But, but <laughs> oh, is that right? I thought the first one was Russian. <laughs> no, the first one is from New Jersey. <laughs> and then you know this one is more like yeah, Germany, right? That's no, that's Persian. <laughs> <laughs> always, always Persian. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Hey, uh-huh. I well, I I did watch your YouTube video right before you got here. The one, the one in your research. Like, listen, I did a good four minutes of research. I did. And by the way, that's kind of all you need to know. I think you can no. kind of no. Wait a minute. If you think about it, like more than ever, yeah. obviously, you can meet somebody, date somebody, or not even have met them. Yeah. But you can find out four minutes of their life That's because it's crazy. recorded in some way. Sure. Yes, it's a different way of living than people have we put used to live. It is or even from your own birth in your own in your own generation. Yeah, people. How have, has the world changed? It has changed more in the last two and a half years. Yeah, I don't think we totally realize first, it. I think like people are moving really along. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, robots will be here in twenty five years, and guess what? I'm not fucking ready for it. 
I, I feel like your I feel like your I feel like your act is. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not worried about my act. I'm worried about being probed by robots. <laughs> Have you seen iRobot? You're not worried about being probed. The way you pop your ass. <laughs> When you're Have you seen getting I... things from a shelf <laughs> is like, I, I swear to God, I feel like I'm watching a Cheryl Teague <laughs> commercial from the 70s. Anyone anyone over the age of 35 just got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and and now it's over. I feel like you're older. Uh, where, where can our listeners find you, Michael oh, McDonald? No. MichaelMcDonald.biz. And McDonald's. Because it's business. <laughs> it is. Mike McDonald. Oh, yeah. what? Right. I want to talk to Mike McDonald. Michael What's Mc- it about? Business. <laughs> <laughs> MikeMcDonald.biz. I didn't even know dot .biz was a possibility. It is. Wow. You have, That's you're, so, I, I tried to think very professionally. What if it was because you were an heir to the BizQuick fortune? <laughs> that would be BIS. B-I-S. BizQuick. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just biz. The fact that you correct me without hesitation is why I enjoy I'm your so, presence as a human being. I mean it so much. And I also, really you're a triple threat. <laughs> he is. Uh, and also, you can go to Amazon.com and get uh, Michael what? McDonald's comedy special, Ooh, Model yeah. Citizen. Oh, yeah. From That's Amazon.com. Mike, yeah. it's a really great spot. All right, so we're laughing at the triple threat thing, but you, uh, in all honesty, man, um, Crushing the schedule like you did, doing it in movies and TV, and to transition to stand-up, and you have to take this compliment, is not fucking easy by any means. And you've done it. Dude, I mean, you're a really great stand-up comedian. And you've done it only a couple years. (laughs) (laughs) What he's saying is you should suck. He expected you to suck. And you've mildly gone over his expectations. No, but you're great. You are great. You're and it's, I'm also you, drunk. And <laughs> no. we are having a wonderful time. No, Mike. No, dude. Hey, I, we. I do this every night, man. I see so many people, like I was saying, from... Every night? Yes, from a sketch and improv. I do this every night, man. Mike. I sit in my living room. <laughs> no, In no. this apartment. <laughs> in a two-bedroom. One and a half? I mean, I'm being... I feel like I'm being generous. One and a half There's bedroom. two sinks, one toilet. <laughs> one and a half bedroom. Two toilets. <laughs> Like generic wooden <laughs> no, dining dude. room table. A, hungry, a Hungarian movie star bought this. Who? Which one? There are so many. <laughs> I get it. Take a minute, because there are. <laughs> you know who it is? They're Hungarian, because they're. I'm going to give you three uh, options, and you pick which one it is. All right. All right, but I like I like it when you get. Uh, go on. Gelvik Heinzik. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah. Shermaine Gasto. Yeah. And uh, Kelly. <laughs> well, that one, well, this one isn't it. <laughs> just Kelly. Oh, oh, oh just, just Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna eliminate <laughs> Kelly. Just Kelly. I'm gonna take that away. I know. I know. So, like, we all. Take risks in life, but I'm, I'm gonna put that one aside because uh, I gotta make a choice, and that didn't seem obvious. But I'm gonna do that. <laughs> oh. oh my God, he's Michael, oh McDon- Michael McDonald goodness. has given me the vapors. 
Let me tell you. You, oh, you bought from black. What is that? <laughs> I was going for Southern Bell. <laughs> are my, my, my presents that no bad? Such, there's no such thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyone can be Southern. Mm-hmm. Let's hear your Southern just, accent. No. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> Fuck y'all. It's <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Fuck y'all! It's the best. If they were to, if fuck y'all, <laughs> I think we should cut off this podcast. Gonna, so, we, so his last words are "fuck y'all." <laughs> I just had the, uh, the 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 vision of seeing you aud- like auditioning for something where they go, "Michael, can we see your southern character?" And you go, "Fuck y'all, <laughs> brilliant! You are cast, Michael McDonald." Wait, I will say this: I went to an audition <laughs> recently, and I so it was there were cameras. It was much more than you thought when you audition mm-hmm. normally. It's a room, and there's maybe a camera on a tripod, but sure. there's it's it feels very much like an office that's just annoying. That's right. kind of how it's okay. right, yeah. And I walked in this one and there were lights and cameras Jesus. and and like uh it was set up Extras. like like you were shooting practically a, a movie. And it wasn't like uh, I knew I'd been in there five times yeah. and I knew what it was. this was the first thing. And it was for a fucking TV show, which who cares? And I knew all the other actors that were going in, and it was a really fun group, and we're all... Nobody was saying anything in or out. Yeah. I go in, and I'm like, holy shit, there's cameras everywhere. There's um, somebody in a chair reading with you, and you're being filmed, and... And there's there was a couple of props like for you to deal with and it almost it was almost like a stage I'm like wow this is much more than a typical audition yeah so I sit down and I go wow you've got some fancy digs here and they and they were being really nice to me and they were like oh well you know anything you want to do to make it more casual just say the word and I said. Well, why don't I take a shit in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I thought that would make people laugh. Yeah. Because I felt like I knew. I, I thought, oh, they heard me say this was very formal. And they responded with, don't worry. And and, and I'm now going to add on the improv version. Sure, yeah. of, like, I will connect to you. Yes, and. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. You yes, and with a shit like, in the corner. I, mean, I could tell instantly, like, I made a horrible choice. <laughs> like, are you... The when did you lose this job, sir? I was like, they'd be right there. Like when I said that, I'd shit in a corner. Like and yeah, and I and I knew. But the worst thing is, you have like a five minute scene. You have to now act with somebody who, and you're maybe it's two or three scenes where one you're in love and another you're trying to to save Renee Zellweger from ninjas. It's the worst. <laughs> Why don't I shit in the corner? It's the worst. That uh, that is right up there with my favorite audition story told in this podcast, uh, along with Harlan Williams with his "I just ran over a dog" joke. Oh yeah, that the casting lady took seriously. <laughs> yeah. Harlan Williams. Casting people are the most serious people you sure. ever meet. Yeah, Harlan yeah. Williams told us he went in for he was up for like My Name Is Earl and went in and and, and he had this go to where he would say like. Oh yeah, like they're like, how are you doing, Harlan? He's like, oh good, but I just uh, ran over this dog and it just uh, flipped over the ditch into a sewer and got covered in ice cream and frozen yogurt bits and like all sorts of weird. He would just you know make it really silly, and people would always know he was joking. But this one casting director for NBC was like, you ran over a dog, 
Immediately, what? and he was like, "Why are you here okay? right now? Go back and like help the dog." And he committed to it. And was like, "No, the dog's fine." And then she's like, "You left the dog after you hit it." She started bawling, and then the guy was just like, "Uh, sorry, just go ahead and start the scene whenever you're ready." As she's crying and like wiping her tears, <laughs> and that was th- I believe that I, I actually <laughs> yeah. really believe that. Let's do a clean out, just so we we may cut no. it right there. No, no, it's ended. It's ended. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.